Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Darshan McAway. You're tuned in to Season 3 of Wild Podcast, where everyone needs adventure. John Wooden once said, Winning takes talent. To repeat takes character. This season, we're going to talk to the most determined, persistent, and courageous writers of our time. I'm your host, Darshan McAway. You're tuned in to Wild Podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Darshawn McAway. You're tuned in to Wild Podcast. And today we're talking to Judge Joseph K. Woods. He's the author of Saving Joy and Adopting Joy. Judge Woods, how are you doing today? Good morning, now, brother. Sean. Good to see you. Sir. So I want to talk to you about this children's book because the last time we met, we met at the Black Authors Expo. That's and you were telling me about your children's book. And I was there with my family because right. we wrote some children's books. So tell me about uh, Saving Joy or Adopting Joy. Well, the book, the inspiration for writing the book was uh, I have three daughters, and they were like, Dad, you, you got to write your story. And I struggled with writing it because, again, I didn't know the beginning of it. Um, uh, the short of it is I was what you call a foundling. A foundling is a, uh, uh, somebody who was found. I was found in the streets of Chicago, uh, and that's what they call a foundling. Six years ago, the laws changed in Illinois. They said you can have your original birth certificate. I got my original birth certificate, and I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be great. I'll find out who my birth mom and dad is, uh, and tell them, hey, I'm okay. And when I got this, this is your foundling birth certificate. I'm like, what's a foundling? Looked it up, you were found. You were abandoned in the streets, and it just blew me away. I saw, I, st- I grew up trying to figure out, well, why was I giving up for adoption? But to find out that I was abandoned just really threw me for a loop six years ago. Um, so short of it, how do I write a story if I don't know how I got started? But I say I need to do something for my grandson. I right. got two grandsons, and the youngest name is Joy. They named him after me. My, that's what they grew, called me growing up, Joy. Okay. And so I started telling the story for him, and I wrote it in a children's book called Saving Joy. Because in that process, when they gave me the certificate, it said you were a foundling. Uh, they had, this is the day you were found. This is the person who found you. This is the address at which you were found. And this is the orphanage that received you, the doctor. Uh, I end up finding the guy who found me, and he tells the story, which is now the children's book, Saving Joy. He tells the story is about uh, eight degrees, Chicago, snow and ice outside. He lived in an apartment. He was going outside to go to work that night uh, and saw this basket outside, didn't know what it was, and put his foot to move the blanket, and the blanket moved, and there was a kid in there. Wow. He goes back in with the kid after he looked around trying to see where was this this nighttime. He wakes his wife and family up. He wakes the neighbors up in the apartment complex. They're looking around the neighborhood, and about three hours later, they got the police. Police are looking around the neighborhood trying to figure out where this kid came from. They said, you saved this kid. We're going to take him to an orphanage. And that was the last time he saw me, but right. I found him, and we've been connected since. So. Gotcha. So tell me, when you when you have to uh, re-encounter these moments spiritually, how tough is it for you to write this book? To get over like your that emptiness it, from it, not it, knowing. Man, wow, that's that's. I had a pastor tell me this. He used to work for me, but he also had a church, and he said, uh, "What you experience is something uh, just in reverse of most people. Most people are born to their parents and born to their father, and they see them as God because their their dad is big, he's strong, got the voice. And as they grow up, they end up realizing dad has flaws. He does make mistakes. Mama normally calls him out on those mistakes, and then they start their spiritual journey, and that's when they find and walk with the Lord." You went in reverse. Lord had his hand on you in the very beginning to save you in that kind of inclement weather and have some people who find who found you and take you into an orphanage. Who take, and now you're on a journey kind of finding who your natural parents, natural father right. is. Uh, it was hard growing up and, and trying to under, understand why was I giving up for adoption, but it was even harder six years ago to understand that I was abandoned. Man, how, wow, to just be left in the street. But 
the guy who found me, Caesar Johnson, he made a comment to me. I always said the only way I got through is because I said whether she was a prostitute, I guess it didn't matter. She had me. Whether she was molested by her father, and that's how I got here, I guess it doesn't matter. She had me. Uh, and I struggled with this. Air. I mean, I had all these scenarios as to why I was giving up for adoption. And then when I met Caesar six years ago, and he you know, tells his story, he said, well, she probably did more than had you. She loved you because she put you in a place where you can be found. Right. She could have put you in a plastic bag in the alley. And so that helped me, again, continue my walk, that the Lord had his hand in this all along. And so to come from the steps of Caesar to be at the steps of, uh, the, steps of the state capitol and now the state courthouse, Again, I couldn't architect that. I couldn't dream that. Right. That's a Lord's providence on something like that. So right. he takes me off this earth tomorrow. I know I've had a blessed life. Right. So, so being a judge, um, how do you find the time to, <laughs> to write anything? Because I know you have a crazy schedule. So how do you find the time? I wrote uh, three books. It was uh, uh, Leaving Joy, Saving Joy, and Adopting Joy. Okay. And I wrote all three of them in, in, in one morning. Okay. Like two in the morning to about five in the morning, six in the morning. Uh, it was it was this inspiration. I woke up in the morning. I told you I've been struggling writing the autobiography piece, and then I thought about my grandsons, and and they have no sense of roots in history because I am it. And I said, but I can tell the story, but Mr. Caesar who shared. And so I just woke up at two in the morning and said, man, I can tell the story of leaving Joy, and this is the mom I'm believing that she woke up as a teen and had this kid and took him down the streets and left him. Then I did the saving Joy. And then the adopting joy. Well, the authors, when they were looking at it, I mean, the publishers had asked, can you combine leaving joy? Because that may, may be too hard for a young kid to be reading how a woman would leave a kid out mm. on the street. And I said, well, that's when they need to go buy the second book so they know that he got saved. Right. And they said, yeah, yeah, that's Walmart talking. Go ahead and combine the two. So I combined it. Uh, leaving joy and saving joy together, and then adopting joy will hope come out this this around Christmas time. Got you. So what what kind of well I guess what inspiration would you give to a person that's about to have a baby, uh, the young lady or a young guy who's about to have a child, and they think that you know a child is a hindrance? What kind of encouragement would you give them? Wow, that's 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 good, and that's the encouragement. Hopefully, not only for my grandkids, but anyone who's in the foster care or thinking about it, that there's an opportunity for somebody to make an impact on somebody else. And whether you make that decision, that's called a, I call it a loving choice. You're making a loving choice to say, "I'm gonna have this kid," and whether I can take care of this kid uh, or I cannot. Uh, I'll, there's somebody out there who very well made, who can't have kids, who's been looking for, and they can go to an orphanage or go into the foster care system and take care of that kid. And there may be a reunification one day for you and that kid. And even if not, the Lord has blessed you and said, you've given life, and I'm going to go ahead and take care of that life by getting them around uh, folks, communities, so can kind of bring some, just like what happened to me, I imagine. Right. So uh, your daughter got married over the weekend, yeah, over the past weekend. Uh-huh, was yeah. that nice and fun? Oh, it was awesome. And uh, got, so I finally got a son-in-law, three daughters, and finally getting a you know, uh, uh, son-in-law who's crazy and crazy about calling me dad. And right. Like, yes. And I got another son-in-law who will be coming around in uh, next year. So I got a second daughter who got engaged. Um the grandsons are just all excited. They call them dad. And so we're really excited. Our family is, again, just continuing to grow. And, right. Uh, um, and we're excited about where things are going with them. They are out there in Dayton, Ohio, at the uh, Air Force Base out there. And she's a uh, chief nurse out there. He takes care of a lot of their uh, IT operations piece. So. Gotcha. So uh, some of our listeners are, you know, probably like newlyweds or wanting mm-hmm. to get married. What's some marriage advice you would give? Wow. Wow. Fellas. 
<laughs> no, I, so so I think the Lord said, "Hey, you want to marry this dude? I'm, I'm gonna have to give you some backup. I'm gonna give you three daughters. Six years ago, I'm gonna send your mom up there to help because this guy's much. Uh, I've been married 26 years, and and I think the uh, if I can go back and I got some advice probably six months into my marriage. It took some time for me to get the gravity of what was said to me, but the guy who had been married 60 plus years said. Uh, three things you need to do. Learn two words. Yes, dear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and make sure you do both of them. Make sure you look at it when you're saying yes, right. dear. Not the, looking at the TV thing. Or, right. That's number one. Get rid of the word nagging. The word is called listening. If you don't listen, you will call it nagging because she's going to keep telling you until you hear what she's got to say. Right. So learn the word listening uh, and do it. And then the last thing and the most important thing, he said, you did a lot of things to get her. She could have chose anybody else, but you did something... You said the words, you did the deeds, whatever those things that you were doing, you said and you did, you got to keep doing those things to keep her. Right. Uh, so the I love yous and bringing the roses in the dating piece, that needs to keep on going because, again, she could have had some other options. And so, anyway, those will be some things. Uh, the yes, dear, pay attention, focus, uh, uh, look at her in the eyes right. when you tell her that. Listen. No, we get too moving in our, our world. But the last thing, the most important thing, whatever you did to give her, you got to keep doing those things to keep her. I totally agree. So can you tell the listeners where they can purchase your book? Amazon.com. In fact, there's going to be an update on the book. It's already updated. Uh, Amazon is getting them the, uh, what's the big, uh, Ingram. Okay. Uh, Ingram, Ingram, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. They've updated the book. We received a, an award. Um, the Congress, uh, Senator Bozeman out of Arkansas, recommended me to be an angels in adoption uh, for doing the work. And normally they recognize organizations that do a foster care and adoption. He said, we, ha- we really don't recognize those who've gone through the system because that's what the work is, to have people come out and do things such as I have done. And so to do the book, to be a judge and all. So we went to, to Washington, D.C., got recognized, got 10. Anyway, they updated the book with that. Uh, in there so Amazon Barnes and Noble Ingram Books they can get that got you well you're listening to Wild Podcast I'm your host Darshawn McAway we're talking to the most persistent courageous and determined writers of our time I'm sitting down with Judge Judge Joseph K. Woods he's the author of Saving Joy Adopting Joy Judge thank you so much for your time I really appreciate it thank you very much Brother McAway thanks uh, excellent excellent